standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus. Coming to you on the 14th of December, the year of our Lord, 2023, episode 549. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of tribe slash team, you know, because some people get bent out of shape when you use the term tribe, sorry, or if you prefer (laughs) Red Dawn without the invasion or without the Russians. (laughs) All right, before we get into the meat of the program. Let me remind you the best way you can continue to help me and to relieve the strain and the pressure on all my four listeners is to like, share, and follow this program. Following helps. It gets us to put the show out to more people and more people in the area get to see it and we can make an impact. Liking, of course, is useful to the algorithm and sharing uh, gets the show put in front of more people. That's, That's what it's about. You got to get this in front of as many people as we can in our area to affect the outcome. We are making a difference. We are having an impact. It's small and it's growing and we're continuing to grow and everything that we do helps and matters. And if you're feeling particularly motivated, you can rate and review this program. Go to your favorite podcatcher, go to YouTube, whatever suits your purpose. Help me out here. It makes a difference. Every little bit that we do that we do does make a difference. All right. So normally I would do a book on Thursday. That's, that was kind of the thing I settled back into. I, I like the idea of reviewing a book and I actually have two or three books in the hopper that I've already read that I could review. But today in light of, well, quite frankly, the previous three episodes this week and the hmm, normal bloodletting that occurs in our primary season, I thought it was time <sighs> to revisit an old topic. That is, we're on the same team. We need to freaking act like it. Yeah, I said that. Grow up, get on, move on. It's it's sad but true, right? This is the importance of tribe. What do I mean by that? Well, if you know what a tribe is, if if you know the definition that I'm utilizing, it means a group of families that are loosely related that work together for their benefit. Now, I know there's other people that have their own definitions. I know there's other people that want to conclude terrible things because of the use tribe. Uh, To them, I say, well, you don't know me that well. I'm using it as a term uh, that could be interchanged with team, that could be interchanged with extended family. That is, there are a large number of people that are involved in political issues or political advocacy here in Collin County, Texas. Here in the largest red county in the state, or I should say one of the largest red counties in the state. And we're at a crossroads. We have some people that would sell out the principles sell out the party even to maintain a plurality to, to maintain their power. And you can rule with a plurality. It's done all the time. If you, if you doubt me, look at what goes on in Austin or worse yet, DC. There are some that would do that. I would hope, and I'm working towards not having those people in positions of power or influence within our party. And I agree with the vast majority of the people that are involved that we are an extended family. 
We are our own tribe. We should be looking out for ourselves, for each other, for our extended family. We should put the concerns of our brethren first. Now, I touched on the idea of this, you know, the boogeyman, right? Christian nationalism. And this has become as basic as you're a Christian and you're involved in politics. So therefore you're a Christian nationalist. Well, that's ludicrous. The same thing translates in, I'm a conservative, I'm a Republican. Well, you're a homophobic, bigot, racist, sexist. They, they come up with every disparaging term they can come up with, and they throw it at you, hoping that some of it will stick. In fact, people in our own party, people on our own team, seek to sideline other people because maybe they used a term that's in disfavor in 2023. Maybe it was fine four years ago. Maybe it was fine 15 years ago, but now you're going to be slammed and slandered for using a term that is now on out of favor and not allowed to be said. Myself, I find it particularly interesting that language that was considered perfectly normal, maybe a tad edgy, but perfectly normal in basic conversations when I was a kid are now things that get people canceled. Now, I got to be honest. Some of the stuff is unsavory. Some of the stuff is rude, but When you're 18, you don't think about that stuff. When you're 15, you don't even understand that stuff. When you're 25, maybe you wrap your head around it. When you're 30, you're dealing with HR and you learn to keep your mouth shut. And that's what it comes down to. People are afraid to speak their mind. They're they're afraid to think. They're afraid to have a conversation because people don't talk about religion and politics, right? They're afraid of those things. But we're on the same team. We're part of the same tribe. Now, I use the reference of Red Dawn. Now, I assume that if you're in Gen X, you have seen that movie, the 1984 version. And whether you uh, think it's a little jingoistic or whether you think it's too anti-commie, don't know, don't care. As far as teenage movies go, that makes my top five. Easy. As far as movies that you know, I find repeatedly enjoyable again, makes my top five as far as movies that have had an impact. And, uh, I guess just the culture for my culture that makes my top five. Now, does it necessarily teach me anything? No. Does it necessarily inform my political philosophy? No. Does it affect my religious views? No. But what it does do is it demonstrates Maybe, maybe fictionally, but it demonstrates what's possible when a small number of people gather together for a common cause and make a stand. Now, yes, of course, it's fictionalized. And of course, uh, yeah, you can say that they didn't hit all the demographic tick marks and they didn't do this. They did that. Yeah. Okay. Well, where it's taking place in that time period the people that are there are reflective of who would have been there at that time. So get over yourselves. If you were to plop a movie plot in a Northern Vermont, it's going to look exactly the same, even when it is on Hallmark. So again, get over yourself. We're not, we're not doing this in Atlanta or in DC or Chicago or Dallas. I mean, that's what you see. If that bothers you, you're, you're clearly not interested in the larger picture here. Don't, I'm not going to help you. And, and again, the criticisms that we get today are just rooted in stupidity, in my, in my opinion. 
Something doesn't matter because we don't approve of how that person looks, what sex they are, where they were born, who their parents are, what language they speak. Really? I, I mean, honestly, I thought that's what my mother's generation fought against. But here we are, 2023, baby. Okay, back, back to the subject at hand. I'm sorry I got tucking on a rabbit trail there. The idea was... It was a group of people. They came together to fight for the common cause, even though they didn't want to necessarily fight in the beginning. They just wanted to hide out. They wanted to ride it out. They wanted to avoid trouble. They wanted to stay out of it. Well, that's kind of the American attitude for everything. Unless you're a Puritan uh, Northeast Yankee, in which case you feel like you need to run everybody else's life and be involved in everybody else's business. But by and large, the rest of us, we just want to be left alone and we're going to stay out of your business. You're not hurting somebody else? You're not stealing from me? Okay, I don't care. Just go away. I don't want to hear about it. That's generally the attitude we have. So, again, they they go out of their way to stay out of it. And they get dragged in to what's going on. They get pulled in. Mostly because they realize when they go to visit town how bad things are. Now, in this instance, it's the Russians. It's the Nicaraguans. It's the um, Cubans. It's, you know... All these different groups in a communist coalition that have come to take over the United States. Well, uh, that coalition really doesn't exist anymore. And in today's day and age, the invaders are from within. We have invaders from without. Yes, but the problem is within. The enemy is from within. Now, if you're familiar with the movie, you know that one of the characters basically betrays his party, his tribe, his his people. He betrays them at the behest of essentially his father, but what he's really doing is cutting a deal to protect himself. He threw everybody else under the bus. He would have gladly watched them all sacrifice. Now, granted, he lies and says that, well, I'm trying to do, they said they weren't going to hurt. He's lying. What does that mean? Well, you know, he talked about earlier in the movie, he was the student class president. I mean, draw your own conclusions there, folks. Politician sellout. But the underlying thing is he forgot whose team he was on. He forgot what tribe he belonged to. Now, the tribe, the people, the group, they're in insurmountable odds. They can't possibly win, but they still fought. They still did what they could. They, They were looking out for each other. They were looking out for the bigger picture. But really, what it boiled down to is... This is my friend to my right. This is my friend to my left. And we care about each other. And we don't want to be subject to what these people are doing. And that's what they did, what they did. Putting that in the larger context of now, we have people in Texas, in our county, that are fighting the good fight. Now, we might disagree with them. We might have arguments with them. If you remember the movie, there's at least one fight where where they, you know, throw throw down over the idea that who's in charge and what we're supposed to be doing. But once that's settled, they move on. Once that, once that's settled and they agree who the enemy is, and that's the people down there, right? The invaders, they focus their efforts and they, they stay on the same team until of course, later on the guy <laughs> sells them out. So you have to always be on guard for the people that are going to sell you out. Yes. But not everybody that disagrees with you is your enemy. Not everybody that's not fully on board with what we're doing or isn't as active or involved as what you're doing is your enemy. They're they're not even necessarily a slacker 
or somebody that doesn't care. It's just that's not their thing. Or they choose to invest their time and their effort in something else. They're not your enemy. If you belong to a large family, which is kind of just shy of a tribe, if you belong to a large family, yeah, everybody's got that uncle or that crazy aunt or their cousin Willie or whatever that they just don't kind of like. And, you know, they're not they're not really, you know, they're a little iffy, but they're still part of the family. You have their back. You protect them. You remember. Now, that that's the goal. That's the idea. That's that's what we want to see. But when you get to a larger context, when you get to the big, large tribe, you got to deal with the outliers, right? The, the people that aren't really on your team, the people that would sell you out. Now, interestingly enough, in Red Dawn, they take care of that problem. And the ultimate outcome is he dies. But not without negative consequences to the rest of the tribe, not without there being hard feelings and difficulties because nothing's ever simple and cut and dry. Nothing's ever completely black and white. Yeah, I I know. Look, Hey, as a Christian, the Bible says it, I believe it. That's that settles it. Well, that's true. But as a basic application, when you're dealing with people that don't understand that or don't believe it, or quite frankly, don't care, you're going to need to be able to communicate with them on their terms. That guy violated their trust. He sold them out. He was putting them up to die. So the only choice we had was to deal with it. Now, fortunately, in 2023, Collin County, Texas, we're not there. We're near nowhere near that point. We don't have to deal with that consequence, with that very real challenge in the life or death situation. No, we're just dealing with bad politicians. We're dealing with uh, people that betray their friends for either money or fame or position. We're, we're dealing with people who forget who they work for. We're dealing with people who put their own personal advantage, pride, gain over the general good, over the positive, over the principles. They forgot that they belong to a larger tribe. They forgot that their team is there with them and is cheering them on and has their back and wants them to do well and do good things. And they all expect to be able to rejoice and celebrate in the win. And then when we don't get the win, we're why? We're questioning. But the importance of the tribe and the importance of the team comes back to the idea that We're on, we're going for the same goals. We want the same things. Now, how we, how we get there, the application, the specific details, well, we might disagree with that, or we might argue about that, or we might actually have competing versions of things, or we might have mm, things that counteract each other, but ultimately the same goal is shared by most all of us. But again, in our semi-annual ritual, we all circle the wagons. Instead of pointing the rifles out at the uh, marauding people, figuratively speaking, we've turned around and f- formed a circular firing squad. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That person isn't 100% lockstep with me, so they need to be destroyed. That person did something that I don't like, so they must be destroyed. That person is 5% off of what I think, and they, or they want to apply this a different way, they must be destroyed. That person believes certainly something different than I do, so they can't be trusted and they must be destroyed. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We're back again. Now, let me ask you, if you think about it in Red Dawn, if they were to have that much distrust, that much hatred, and that much 
disloyalty in their little band of kids, would they have been able to make it as long as they did? Would they have been able to make any impact? The answer is no. They put put aside their petty differences. Now I can hear you say, oh, yes, but callous, that is fiction. That is extenuating circumstances. There is an invasion and these people have no choice. And well, while we're on it, they're all thinking the same because quite frankly, they're the same. Well, actually, it's funny you should bring that up. No, they're really not. They're not. They're not all the same. They they are different. Go back and rewatch the movie if you doubt me. But the underlying undercurrent is they had to band together to survive. They had to band together to make it past what was going on. They had to band together to fight for the what they thought was the right thing. And when it came down to it, the argument became as simple as we were here first. Now, maybe that bothers you. Maybe maybe that's not a good enough argument. I get it. I understand. I can relate to that because, quite frankly, a lot of times that's not good enough. Because if that was the case, you know, I would imagine that there's some folks a thousand miles south of me that might feel differently about things. I would imagine there's a whole lot of tribes that are Native American in origin, although the Native American thing is a bit dicey. But they were here. They predated us. They're still around. I think they might have something to say about that. So you got to be really careful how you want to make these arguments. And if you're going to go with right a conquest, well, then you'd be better be ready to fight. You better be ready to put something down. You better be willing to defend yourself. And, and that's actually essentially what it boiled down to is we're here. We don't want to move. We don't want to change. We don't want to, we don't want to follow your plan. We're here to fight back. That's the essence of Red Dawn. Set aside everything else. It's about a number of people that don't want to be killed or don't want to be taken over. They want to defend what is theirs. I believe the vast majority of the people that are involved with the Republican Party of Texas in Collin County, Texas, all want those very same things. Now, how that applies to you and me, that might be different. Are there differences of opinion? Sure. Are there differences of application? Sure. But if you're not willing to put those aside and fight for the greater good, fight for the general positive outcome, fight for the people that are in your tribe, then you're the problem. Now, unlike the ultimate cost paid, we can just expel you. We can go tell you to join the Democrat Party. If, if, if honestly, at some point in the future, if I have my way, we'll just deport you. Oh, Yankee. Yeah, we're going to send you back to California. Oh, New York, Illinois, whatever. Go home, Yankee. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can go back to where you came from, too. Don't care. And to be honest, a lot of our immigrant folks are here legitimately for a better life. Now, they may not share our customs. They may not share our common values, right? but they want to be left alone too, by and large, right? That I mean, that's the story. That's what I've observed. So I'm in no rush to deal with that issue. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a rush, if you will, and I, I want to defend, if you will, against those that have invaded from our very own country, these United States, with the sole purpose of coming here to undermine and destroy that which made Texas special. They're taking away our independent nature, taking away our culture, 
of independence. Now, apparently, the word Tejano is a problem. Well, I don't care. I know I know what I mean by it. I know what the folks that I know that identify that as, I know what they mean. Texians, same thing. We're here. Whether we got here yesterday, six months ago, or 60 years ago, or six generations ago, we want to put Texas first. Again, we're part of the tribe. We're part of the team. We want to do these things. We want to protect what we have. We want to repel the invasion. We want to remember who's our family. We want to work together for those goals. You can't do that if everybody's the enemy. You can't do that if you don't actually know who the enemy is. First and foremost, bit of advice, Republican Party of Collin County, we need to sit down and determine Who's exactly on our team and why? And if they're not on our team, why? What are the most important things that we want to do going forward? And are we going to allow for some dissent and for some difference of opinion and for some people that just not be excited about specific things? It's okay. We talk about a big tent, but a big tent still has borders. It still has an outline. It still has some form. And if we don't have any of that, then... The big tent's pointless. The Republican Party's pointless. Again, you have to remember what we're trying to do. Now, I know, I know that the very same people that fret over Christian nationalism see an even bigger boogeyman as white nationalist or white Christian nationalist. Let's just lump it all together. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't identify as two of those three. I am a Christian. I am a Texian and I'm here to protect Texas and put Texas first. And I'm here to remind you that we can work together and we can have differences of opinion. We can have differences on other things, but as long as we're willing to put Texas first, as long as we're willing to respect and work together each other, it shouldn't be that hard. I'll hold my hand out to shake your hand, to work with you on the next goal or the next thing that we can agree upon But the moment, the moment knives get pulled out, what's on, baby? Don't cross that line. I don't know what else to tell you. There's friends, there's acquaintances, there's allies, there's co-belligerents. We're all basically working towards the same goals. And then there's the others, which are people that just generally don't want to be involved. And then there's the enemy. But we have to be very careful when we're determining what the enemy is and who the enemy is and what the enemy is. Just because somebody disagrees with you, just because you've thrown the label rhino on them does not make them a traitor. Just because they made one or five votes that you disagree with, unless, of course, they're violating, I don't know, the Bill of Rights or just basic human decency, they're not traitors. We don't want to see them as enemies. We want to counsel them. We want to talk to them. We want to encourage them, remind them that they're supposed to represent us. They're part of our tribe and we expect certain things out of our tribal leaders, if you will. And if they fail to be good tribal leaders, they need to be deposed. Again, <laughs> you saw this happen on, on the opponent, the Russian side, right? Or the, the, they get a new commander in to deal with the insurgents in Red Dawn. 
because they're not being successful, mostly because they're following the same policies that the Americans used when we were in Vietnam, which was referenced multiple times. And to a lesser extent, Afghanistan is referenced, which apparently we didn't learn those lessons either there of how you do things. And one of the things that the general says, and I can't remember his name, but he says, if a fox gets into the hen house, would you go and kill all the pigs? No, you go hunt down and eliminate the fox. I'm paraphrasing because I, I don't remember. I haven't watched it yet this year, at least not all the way through. It's a holiday tradition in my house because most of the movie takes place over the winter that I watch it while I'm wrapping presents. So the sad fact is that I've got most all the presents wrapped this year with my wife and I's due diligence. But guess what? That just means I can watch Red Dawn uninterrupted for my own enjoyment at some point between now and Christmas. And again, I'm not using this for anything other than humorous interpretation of some potential lessons that could be learned by watching this movie. Now, again, you shouldn't run your life by a teen movie from the eighties, but it doesn't mean that there's nothing there. It doesn't mean that you can't gain something, some insight, some understanding. Look at it, invest your time, invest your energies. Remember who's on your team, aim those rifles out and focus on the enemy. Simple as that. With that, we'll wrap it up just a few minutes early today. I thank you for joining me. And I want to remind you one last time, the follows matter. Follow this program. Don't care where you do it. Just please follow the program. And with that, this has been According to Callus, and I will see you on the other side.